0: Entering high school is a pivotal time in a kid's life. You're figuring out what you want to look like and who you want to hang out with. Growing older means you'll take on a heavier load in your studies, extracurriculars, and home life. The year Michelle Machalko entered high school, family troubles meant she was saddled with more responsibility than her peers. Here's Liz Gashler with the story.
1: From the outside looking in, Michelle Machalko grew up in what seemed like your average American household. Her parents were married for over 20 years, her mom had a minimum wage gig at a local gym in Newburgh, and her dad made a good living working 50-hour weeks as a contractor. They had three kids together. Today, John is 30, Ben is 28, and Michelle is 22. Growing up, uh, it was a little
0: different, so I had a lot of responsibilities since I was younger. I kind of had to grow up fast. I was forced to. So because of that, I always feel like I'm responsible of a lot of things. So I just always take charge of like what I gotta do and I'm just always hustling and and ready. How are you forced? Because I went grocery shopping for the family and like took care of everything. But like I was the one who knew what everyone wanted this we get this because you get you know you have to get the 12 pack you have to get like the large one i would just get the 4 pack of deodorant and it was guys and i was outnumbered so you know looks like i'm looking using like old spice this one i just had like so much love for like my brothers and my family i just wanted to like take care of them and and be there
1: and anyway you know at around 12 years old michelle started noticing things about her mom things that weren't like her friends moms because my mom
0: was a very big like alcoholic and um, drug abuser. I mean I saw her like all the way to rock bottom. Uh, I remember I like distinctly I wanted like a pair of like swimming goggles because I was going to like the community kind of pool and I asked my mom for two dollars for the goggles and she just like looked at me and she was just like no like we don't have that money I'm not giving you that money and then on our way back from the pool we stopped at the liquor store she spent a hundred dollars and then that I think moment I realized like that's fucked up (laughs) like something's wrong and then I started comparing moms and being like why does this mom do that and why does like my mom do this and I just kept comparing and I started questioning and I started asking my dad and then my dad would get like very sad and didn't know how how to deal with it. Him seeing her that way, it he was just very devastated and he was just very hurt. He was like in love with my mom, like that was like his forever partner, like he wasn't going to let her go even through all the problems. Me and him became very, very close when my mom started going through that, because that's
1: all we had. She wouldn't accept her mom giving up despite countless nights of interrupted sleep, blood curdling screams, and lonely mornings. I went to AA
0: with her. I, like, helped her in that kind of way. I, like, looked up rehab things. I would try to, like, get her to, like, w- like take walks or do something healthy. I would I w- I would think that just my love alone would want her to, like, stop and see how much I'm, like, putting effort when I should be, like, worrying about kid stuff. I just made her face the truth so much she just left. She couldn't handle it anymore, and I didn't want to see it anymore. How would you describe a childhood? Is that, like being like the whole ignorance is bliss and just running around carefree. Is that childhood? Is that like considered a good childhood? I don't know. If that is the case then I felt that way till I was 12.
1: 14 year olds should be worried if their friends will be in the same homeroom or if their shoes are up to date in fashion. Three months after Michelle's mom left she was getting ready to enter high school when her dad got into a nearly fatal accident. Getting up high school you know
0: my mom leaves which was like kind of like good, cause again it's better than being like forced to see that every every time you know your home it was horrible, so it was really nice. I was at the house by myself and the lights go out, and I was calling him and he wouldn't answer. Dad is doing some like work on a on a two story roof and it's in the morning and he's the ladder just slips, cause it's icy in the morning and my dad just slips and brushed his feet into like his like ankles and like lost a few inches and then my aunt called and I was like hey have you heard from my dad like the power went out I just wanted to tell him that and she was like. I'll call you back in five minutes, because she didn't know what to say to me, because they were thinking that he wasn't going to live. And he was, like, crippled for, like, a year. It was such a blur, to be honest. Like, I don't know if I, like, did this, like, mental thing, like, th- when he was, like, crippled, because I didn't want to see him that way, because he was, like, the the superhero out of the parents. And I was still young, so I still believed it. I didn't see, like, all his flaws. Yeah. Like, when you get older, then you're like, oh, shit, you're a person. You have flaws. Yeah. You're not perfect. But when I was 14, I was like, I thought you were,
1: like... Again, a superhero. Despite the doctor's persistence on her dad never being able to walk again, they both stayed positive. They played games, stretched, and bent the rules a bit. Actually, I let my dad drive when he wasn't
0: supposed to. I wheeled him out, and we took the car and got ice cream. And, like, behind everyone's back. Which was fun, and it was, like... I've, I don't know, it was, like, a really good, like, badass moment. He was, like that, he was just like, baby girl, I promise I can drive. Just, just wheel me there. You <laughs> just like, help me out of bed. You can't say no to your dad, you know? And you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But Like, let's just make sure this
1: goes smoothly. <laughs> and it did. Usually, we wish to have less rules in high school. But lack of structure can lead to an overwhelming feeling of neglect. Michelle did as she pleased. I mean, I would wear, like, little, like, thug wraps and just, like...
0: Always be, like, blaze, and always, like, with, like, the guys who have the cars, you know, just driving around with them and, like, coming to school late, not showing up. Can do whatever I want because, again, my dad doesn't, like, care. Like, my college time was in high school. I partied so hard in high school. I would party from, like, Friday, like, night to, like, Sunday morning, wake up Monday, like, with, like, a hangover. <laughs> like. But I was never doing it for people. I was just kind of, like, out of anger. And just because of like what I was going through, you know, and I guess it was just like noticeable because everyone else was, I don't know, being kids. Because it was such a small school and because I was who I was, they just let me pass everything and let me do my thing. But like I really, I had dyslexia, I had ADD, like I needed like extra help and everything. But again, I just like, they, I was just like, oh, you know, you can't fail Michelle. They didn't, no one knew me. They just knew who I was. Everyone, and I knew that because they called me by my first and last name, which was weird. They'd be like, hi, Michelle Machalco. Like, hey, who are you?
1: Michelle always looked up to her dad's free spirit, daydreamer, guitar-playing attitude.
0: Like, we became each other's best friends. It wasn't really like a, a dad-daughter relationship. It was more like a friend-to-friend. Like Again, I had all the res- like freedom and responsibility like I wanted.
1: She knew she wanted him happy even if that meant another woman entering the picture.
0: Of course, in high school, we didn't get along, especially when he, like, started dating again, and, like, I had too much freedom where it bothered me. Like, it was too much freedom. Like, I felt like he didn't care. Um, so my dad didn't bring home, like, any women. He'd go up dating, which was, like, you know, good, because he was on the couch so much. I was like, Dad, come on, like, time for you to get friends, because I felt bad. He was heartbroken, you know, just watching TV with me and, like, talking to me about everything. Like, he needed, like grown-up friends, I told him, and I was, like, like 15, 16 at the time, because I also wanted to hang out with my friends, and I pushed him, and as soon as I said that, like, boom, he, like, brought home, like, this one girl who is my stepmom now, and they just, like, hit it off. Uh, A month later, he says that she's going to move in with us. And I was like, holy fuck. Okay, number one, I just told you that you can, like, you know, you should start, like, dating and, like, going out and stuff. It happened so quickly, so I was just, like, very, like, st- like, standoffish. Like, I wasn't, like, okay, I could say I was rude to her. I was kind of, like, I was a bitch. But I was just very, like, you better have the best intentions. You know, do you cook? You know, what do you got to the table? Like, you just, like, are you gonna help around the house? Like, are you just gonna be a mess? Like, I'm not, I just was very weird about women. It just was very awkward. I never, like, trusted girls, I guess. It was very hard for me, too. But, again, they are just, like, I always felt like they were just, like, some of them were just so crazy. (laughs) And I just didn't understand them. I did not understand at all. Like, I mean, my friend taught me about makeup. You know, like, learning about tampons was very weird. Um, just like the like I learned through my friends, I don't know i just, I guess I felt like I didn't feel like a girl enough, so i I felt like I couldn't relate to a girl, but guys are like like they were very easy
1: and after a few years, she decided it was her time to go at twenty one she moved out
0: I never really like felt comfortable at my home, and i haven't I don't really remember what that feeling was, it was so very like, easy to leave. I could always leave everywhere like I didn't always stay at my house either like, I could stay somewhere for like three months easily. I, I have this thing of, like, not knowing, I think, like, sentimental value. I don't know. It's just easy for me to just, like, get up and leave. Like, I just always have this, like, survival mode. So I adapt easily to things and changes. Um, well, it's funny because a therapist actually told me that I had this. He was just, it's because of the way I was talking and stuff, and he goes, why are you always in survival mode? You know, you can relax once in a while. But I think it's just this always, because I had, like, such big experiences since a young age, I am just always have that, like, ready to do what I gotta do at any time to just like, you know, provide for like my family. I'm just like ready to like, for shit to happen. It's either I become a statistic of like, being really lazy, relying on drugs too much, um, pretending to be the victim of everything and never getting further in life and blaming everyone around me when it's like, like come on, like you're dealt with the cards you're dealt with, you're actually very lucky to be in this situation as compared to like what else is going on in the world. So I just always kinda like keep putting it in perspective